Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 28, man. 28, almost a 30. So, man, I feel like I'm just pumping these podcasts out left and right. <laughs> oh, man, anyways, I'm rolling to town this morning a little later today because we got a little rain overnight. Um, it's, uh, it's a little wet and nasty out. So, uh... I don't know if I'm going to be able to mow today, but I do have the mower on here and I had the Ventrac on here. So I'm hoping to do a little tough cut work. If the rain hangs around, it's a little too wet to mow. I have a uh, I have a tough cut job that I need to knock out. It's about six acres, so I don't know how long it'll take. It could take me four or five hours. It could take me um, two or three hours, just depending on how thick it is, how wet it is. And how many obstacles or things I find while I'm out there. The last time I did a tough cut job, man, I found some barbed wire. Oh, man. It wasn't as bad as I, I thought it was going to be. I ran into some barbed wire. It was along a chain link fence. And on top of that fence, they had some barbed wire just kind of strung out on the very, very top bar of that chain link fence. And I guess it was strung out way down there and I didn't see it. And was it hung down into the grass and then went out into the field a few 10 or 15 feet probably and I mean I got into that wrapped it around there twice but thankfully I was able to find some wire cutters in the truck like a little bitty pair of wire cutters I didn't think it would cut it but it actually ended up cutting it so I got that uh, barbed wire out of there I thought I was in trouble got it out of there but anyways um, that's how the last tough cut job went but I have this uh, six-acre six uh, field to, to knock down. I don't think it's going to be too bad. I think it's just mainly grass. The flail mower would work probably really good, but I don't have the flail mower, so I'm going to be using the tough cut. There are a few saplings out there, but I don't think it's much, so um, I should be able to run right through it. But there's always something that comes up on these jobs, so I'm sure I'll find something. But uh, heading down to the shop, our little family shop, this morning I got a little bit more room down there to work so I'm gonna head down there and work on the Ventrac and work on the uh, the Ferris Z3X we got about a 50 by 60 shop it's like I don't know two or three years old probably my dad has quite a bit of equipment boat camper stuff like that in there but there's enough room that I can get in there and stay out you know out of the weather out of the rain and work on my, my equipment. So I'm heading down there right now. It's by our family farm. Um, for a lot of you guys maybe that have been listening or following, you probably know, but maybe for some that don't, we have a family farm. We've been farming since like the 50s and 60s here in Missouri. So uh, we got a lot of land down here, a lot of room to move around and, and work on stuff. So I'm heading down there right now. I've got the truck. I've got the trailer. I've got the Z3 on the back of the trailer. I've got the Ventrac with the Tough Cut on the trailer, and I'm gonna head down there and see if we can't fix the Z3. I just haven't taken time or had time. I haven't had any time at all. Just work, 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 you know, it's been crazy. Haven't had much rain here lately. So, you know, just enough to make the grass grow, but not, not enough to really rain you out. So I haven't taken time or had the time to work on the Z3, so hoping to get Tear into that, I've got all these 
wires, man. I'm looking at this box here in the truck. I've got uh, jumper relays and wiring harness and just, I don't even know what all's in there. Just all kinds of parts. I'm going to replace one at a time, start the mower up, run it around, see if I can duplicate the problem. And uh, if I can duplicate the problem, if it, you know, the whole problem has been turn the key and you get absolutely nothing. Doesn't crank, doesn't, doesn't do anything at all. So if it, um, if I put the part on there and I turn the key and nothing happens, then I'll go to the next part, put it on. I'm hoping to kind of run through it today, but it's intermittent, man. So I, I could, I could literally put one part on, try to start it and run it and mess with it all day long and it might start fine and then tomorrow it may not start so that's kind of how random it is so i'll put one part on there hopefully if it's going to fail again it will fail that way i can get to the next part and just kind of go through this whole box of parts here and see if we can figure it out so that's the game plan it's electrical it's hard to figure out but that's uh that's what i'm gonna end up doing today and then the ventrac man i got to do some maintenance on the ventrac i got some oil in here got the oil filter we're gonna do that change that and then uh let's see what else oh i gotta grease everything so everything needs to be greased man it's uh it's time to go through and, and check all the alamites and 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 try to get it greased really good tough cut and the ventrac so i'll be doing that so it will take a little bit of time, you know, take a little bit of time, but you got to stop and take time to do your maintenance. So that's what I'm doing. That's the game plan for today. Get it all ready to roll, man. So if I can't get the, uh, if I can't get to that tough cut job today, at least the Ventrac will be ready to roll and it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be changed. Everything will be greased. I've, I've heard a little squeak here on the last job with the Ventrac. I was talking to a couple other guys, and it's I think it's kind of a common thing um, on this Ventrac that, you know, it starts squeaking, and when it does, man, you got to stay on top of it and keep it greased or oiled or whatever. So I'm going to find that little point of uh, that little fitting, you know, and see if I can't get it greased. So... It'll quit squeaking because it just started squeaking on my last job. I had like a, I don't know, a couple acre tough cut job. Didn't take me long. I was only there like an hour. But uh, I started hearing it doing a little squeak while I was out there. So got to get that all figured out. But that's the game plan for today, man. Get the Ventrac tough cut ready. Get the Z3. Kind of go through that and get it ready. Uh, box truck. Update on the box truck. It is still at the uh, dealer i did call him late yesterday afternoon and i said hey have you had a chance to um drive it what'd you find out what'd you figure out because basically i told him yesterday yesterday morning um they called left a message said it would cost 390 dollars to diagnose it just to you know the diagnostic fee because they said now it's not warranty related it's not it's not part of the powertrain warranty. Um, they think, anyways. They think the part that's going out or wrong or messed up or whatever. They think it's um, a certain part and it's not covered under the powertrain warranty. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever. You know, I got to have the truck, got to get it done. So $390 just to check it out. I told them, I said, look, 
because every time they hop in it, they'll try it out. And the, well, the check engine light didn't come on for us. Well, every time I get in the truck, it comes on, man. I don't know if they think I'm just making this stuff up or what. I'm like, every time I get in there, man, that check engine light comes on. So I said, well, I tell you what. I said, I got in that sucker and I drove all the way, you know, 20 miles down the road, 25 miles down the road. Check engine light came on. And then I ended up having to take it all the way back to your shop. I didn't leave your shop till 9 o'clock the other night. Didn't get home till super late and i said man i said get in that box truck if that check engine light doesn't come on because i said it came on when i left it with you guys i said if it doesn't come on hop in that truck drive it i don't care if you got to drive it 25 35 50 miles drive that truck until that check engine light comes on because it's going to come on it came on every time with me i said drive it until it comes on then when it comes on you know look at your computer and figure out what codes and all that mess i don't know what they do but you know, figure it out, man, get it fixed. So he's like, well, okay. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to come back up there unless you have, unless that code's popped up on you and unless you've, um, you know, fixed it or whatever. So he's like, all right, all right. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. So I'm hoping, well, I called him back and I'm like, did you drive it? Yeah, 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 we drove it. So I had this GPS thing that's plugged into the box truck it's plugged into the, like the OBD2 port. And so um, he's thinking that it's that GPS tracker interfering with the um, transmission control module. Or he's thinking it could be the powertrain interface module. That's what he called it. Powertrain interface module. He thinks it might be going bad or, or cutting in and out or, or something. So that's the part that he's thinking he's going to have to replace if it's not the GPS tracker. He thinks it could be the GPS tracker. So he drove it. I drove it about 30 miles. Guess what? Yesterday, about 30 miles. And the check engine light came on, you know, just like I've been saying. And when it came on, he, uh, he pulled over. He grabbed the codes. He's got all the codes on there. The, when the cut, when the check engine light came on he did have issues with the transmission it wasn't full power it was real sluggish so he cleared the codes got back out on the road drove it back to the dealership okay did fine the code never popped back on but it was only like 15 20 miles you know um, so it sounds like it's popping on in like 25 to 30 miles it'll pop on just from when i drove it and just when you know from when they drove it yesterday and so he's like, you know, if it's that uh, powertrain, you uh, powertrain interface module, it's uh, just the parts like six hundred bucks. I was like, good night. But you know, what do you do? You got a fifty-four thousand dollar box truck. Um, you use it for your business every day. You can't just not pay to get it fixed. You know, you got to pay to get it fixed. If it costs a thousand dollars, if it costs two thousand dollars, it's like, well. I got to have it, you know, I mean, I'm using my other two trucks right now, pulling the trailer, but at the same time, I mean, you got to have the truck fixed, whether it's, you know, paying for it and just getting it back up and running and, and whatever. I mean, it's like, you got to, you can't just park the truck and leave it there at the dealership. I mean, you can't tow it back home and be like, well, I don't have the money. Wow. That costs too much. Well, you know, no, it's, um, it's broken. If I want to use it, I told him, I was like, well, it's it's messed up. 
you know, if, if I want to use the truck, I'm going to have to pay to have it fixed. So if it's not covered under warranty, it's not covered under warranty. You know, that's just the name of the game. So going back to the new equipment, man, like I said before, it's like this thing has 36,600 miles on it. And it's just over three years old. So just out of warranty, man. I'm like, are you kidding me? If this would have happened beginning of the season... It would have been covered under warranty, but it's like two, three months, you know, three months out of warranty or whatever, whatever it is, you know. So I'm like, man, are you kidding me? But that's the way it goes, man. It's like you may have a warranty, but how good is that warranty actually going to, you know, how good is it if if you're two or three months out, truck's still like brand new and something goes wrong on you, you got to end up paying for it out of your pocket. So it's, uh, man, it's it's tough. It's tough. Now, I wouldn't mind if it was on my pickup or the old ton truck where it has 100, you know, the ton truck has like 300,000 miles on it. Yeah, if I got to spend five or, you know, 5,000 or so, yeah, it's, it's, that's, um, you know, that wouldn't phase me. I'd be like, yeah, the truck's, you know, 20 something years old and it's got 300,000 plus on it. If I spend five or 10,000 on it, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of normal, you know, but a new truck you wouldn't think would uh would do this, but that's just that's just where we're at right now, man. So just got to roll with it. Just got to continue on and not let it phase you because uh you got to focus on instead of focusing on that truck, man. I just been focusing on working working hard, knocking out these jobs and like right now getting the tough cut ready to roll so I can make some money because uh I mean, I'm going to have uh, the towing bills. I'm going to have the the bill for getting the box truck up and running. So, I mean, it's going to hit, man. It's going to it's probably going to sting a little bit. It's probably going to be a pretty good bill. So, I can either complain about it or I can get out there, work my tail off, and when that bill comes in, I'll be like, "Well, here you go. Here's the money. Don't really want to give it to you, but it is what it is. Here's the money. I got my truck back." And hopefully, uh I tell you one thing, when I go to pick that thing up, I'm not paying them until I drive that truck around town or drive it at least 50 miles. And if they say, well, you can't do that, you're going to have to pay us before you pick up your truck and drive it, I'll say, well, I tell you what, somebody can hop in here with me and ride down the road with me, but I'm not leaving here and I'm not paying until I know that that stupid check engine light is not going to pop back on, you know, five minutes, 10, 20 minutes down the road. So, Anyways, it is what it is, man. Um, that's the game plan for today. It's uh, beginning of September, so fall is here, man. It's like Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. Um, things are going to start slowing down, I think, a little bit, maybe, hopefully. Probably not, but um, Labor Day's, you know, here, Labor Day weekend. Uh, you think of fall right around the corner now. And then uh, you got the Equip Expo coming up. You got Leaf Cleanup coming up. And I'll be taking a little trip here in the next, uh, well, I'll just put it this way. I'll be taking a trip this month somewhere to check out something really cool. That's all I can tell you. I can't really go into any details other than that. Um, you guys will see it when it happens. You guys will hear about it when it happens. But for now, um, that is the game plan, man. That is the game plan. That's what uh, that's what's going on. That's what's on the schedule, anyways. So it'll be a few days that I'll have to take off for that. I won't be able to work 
which kind of stinks, but at the same time, it'll be a fun opportunity to, uh, well, I'll just put it that way. It'll just be a fun opportunity. So looking forward to it, but at the same time, I'm, uh, I'm going to miss, you know, not working here and, and getting some more jobs knocked out, but, uh, hopefully I can, you know, bang them out real quick before I have to take off on the trip. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I can get a lot done. So I need to get a lot done here in the next few weeks. Um, and then we got GIE or Equip coming up in October. So I'll have to get a lot done for that. And then we'll transition into leaf cleanup, which means I need to really get on my horse and start putting that leaf box together on the dump trailer. That way it'll be set and it'll be ready to go and get the uh, leaf loader mounted on the front. So I'll have that all ready. I have to kind of redesign the leaf box just a little bit. It shouldn't take too long, but it's still going to take probably a few days to get that done. So everything's kind of transitioning from the mowing, which the grass is growing like crazy. I'm looking at it right now. Everything's pretty and green, but I need to think ahead at least a month or two months ahead. Uh, that way, when it gets here, I'll be ready to roll and I won't be, uh, I won't be struggling. I won't be, um, you know, behind. So just trying to plan ahead. Um, another thing is on the uh, ton truck, I have, uh, I've noticed with pulling the trailer with the ton truck, there's something going on with the, uh, the truck and the wiring for the, um, trailer light. So I really need to get that figured out before I start pulling the dump trailer every single day. So that's something that I'm going to have to, um, I have to mess with. I'm going to have to take it to the local mechanic here that I use, have him to check that out, see if he can't get those, um, you know, get the wiring fixed so I'll have trailer lights to pull that dump trailer because the last thing I want to do is get pulled over for some lights being out. You know how it goes, man. Trailer lights are horrible. But it's actually not on the trailer this time. It's on the uh, truck itself. So I'm not going to mess with it. If I was Tony, I'd probably crawl into the truck and have it fixed in about... 30 minutes, but I, uh, I'll probably just have somebody to, to check it out and do that. Cause it'll probably take me two days to, uh, track it all down. But anyways, that's the game plan, man. That is the game plan. Just kind of wanted to give you guys an update of what's going on. Um, it looks like it's clearing out a little bit here. The wind's picked up, so it'll probably dry that grass out pretty good. So I'll probably get to do a little tough cut work this afternoon. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Let you know if I found any obstacles or uh, found any objects out there in the in the field, man. It's always something with the uh, with the tough cut. You always got to price it. I've learned real quick doing these tough cut jobs, especially if it's around a house or around a barn or around. Man, this this last one, it wasn't around anything. It was just an empty field, but I found some barbed wire and I found a woven wire fence. So I saw the um, perimeter of the property in the very back. You could tell where the barbed wire fence was. You could see the fence posts. And I was like, you know what? Since I got into barbed wire earlier on the front of the property, I'm going to stay like two or three feet away from that barbed wire on the first pass, you know, back there in the back until I can really see you know, a little closer to that fence and see if there's anything hanging down. Man, I'm glad I did because I uh, I made a pass through there about three feet or four away from the barbed wire fence in the back of the property. I'm going along there all the way the whole length of the back of the property. 
And when I when I get done, I go back and I'm looking. There's a daggum woven wire fence about three feet out from that barbed wire. I was probably less than a foot away from that woven wire fence, but it had fell down and it was leaned way down. I was like, oh my gosh, if I would have been like a foot or eight eight inches to a foot over a little bit more, I would have got into that woven wire fence. And I was like, whew, I'm glad I stopped what I did. So going into these tough cut jobs, man, you got to price them to where it's going to, you know, you're going to allow yourself time for mishaps, for accidents, for getting into barbed wire or finding a pipe or, you know, stuff like that. You really got to, if it's a $400 job, you better bid about 650 because it's going to take you longer and you might run into something and you might break some of your equipment. So um, been, I've been uh, kind of realizing that after taking on last few jobs. It's like, all right, I need to price a little bit uh, more. Just in case, man, just in case. Now, you may run through there and, and do fine, but a lot of times you get into you get into stuff you don't even know you're going to get into. And so I need to bump the price up a little bit more. And, you know, if it's a job that you've done in the past, you know what's out there, you know what to look for, uh, that's one thing. But if you're going into it blind and the owner there doesn't really give you a whole lot of guidance or, or any tips or heads up, you better up that price a little more. So that's what I've been doing. Been working out pretty good. Um, anyways, I'm here at the shop. I'm going to get the, uh, let's see, what's on the back of the trailer. The Ventrac's on the back of the trailer, so I'll get that unloaded first. I'll probably go through it, change the oil, uh, check the fluids, check the the uh, tractor and the attachment over really good, and then I'll tear into the Z3. So I'll keep you guys updated, let you guys know what I find out. Um, let you guys know about the, uh, you know, just the maintenance of the tractor and the attachment. And I'll let you guys know if I fi- if I figured out what was wrong with the Z3 after uh, I tear into it today. So stay tuned and we'll catch you in the next one. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're having a good day, man. And as always, hey, God provides.